Not many midlife crises are this much fun. Today I'm talking about how to please a woman. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about How to Please a Woman, which is a recent uh, Australian comedy. I believe I saw it on Hulu not too long ago. It's also available in some library streaming services such as Canopy. And this one is a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's about all I got for you to start. So without further ado, let's get started. I'll be the first to admit that I'm more inclined towards movies aimed at my specific tastes. The John Wick franchise is a good example. While I give most action movies a try, the John Wick team's commitment to making slick-as-hell-looking movies with a meta sense of humor, a barrage of martial arts movie talent, and a grounded approach to action are like catnip for me. It almost wouldn't matter what anyone said in these movies. I say all of that to say I'm probably not the target audience for the Australian middle-age crisis comedy How to Please a Woman, but that didn't stop me from loving it. The movie follows Gina Henderson, a middle-aged woman who is fired from her office job. To keep her busy and retain a semblance of autonomy, Gina decides to start an all-male house-cleaning business, or rather, a male escort service. But as the business grows and Gina begins to feel freer and freer, will she be able to keep a lid on it, and will she want to? So this movie is silly, predictable fun, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Partially because it feels like the kind of movie that doesn't get made by big studios on a regular basis, and partially because, well, the messages in this movie are great and delivered with charm. Oh, and one giant reason. This movie doesn't insult sex work. One of the things that can be frustrating about movies featuring sex workers is that said workers aren't complete human beings, or there's shame surrounding the profession itself. Julia Roberts, for instance, isn't still a sex worker at the end of Pretty Woman. Instead, this is Gina's company. The men who are doing this are doing the work aren't being exploited. And while situations are played for laughs, the profession isn't being made fun of. It's a situation or the men's personalities. A good example is Gina's first meeting with her primary man, Tom. Gina has specifically hired Tom because she's unsatisfied in her marriage and looking to have some fun. But try as he might, Tom is not doing it for Gina. He acts like a frat boy's idea of what girls think are sexy, like a lot of gyrating hips. And Tom is being a bit nowhere near as smooth as he thinks he is. That is the joke. Not that he's an escort. It's a subtle but important difference. The other reason this works so well is that the movie isn't addressing one midlife crisis. It's addressing, like, a dozen. So Gina has a lot of friends who are also looking for more in their lives and marriages and sign up for Gina's services, which both triggers changes for the women involved, but more often than not sets the men straight too. A guy who doesn't know how to be tender learns to how to actually have sex. Tom's tri-crotch first approach turns, turns from that to sensitive beefcake. And the women all learn a bit more about what they want or don't want. It's such a simple, satisfying idea and a great play on the title. Everyone, in essence, is learning how to please a woman. This is all so much fun that you might nearly forget this is really about Nina's journey. If the film has a major weakness, it's that Nina's journey is overshadowed by the concurrent journeys. Nina is dealing with an overbearing husband and a sense of shame about her sexuality, so the business is her outlet and, most importantly, puts her in touch with men who, while imperfect, are willing to adapt and learn. 
this conflict is the most city guy versus hometown guy in a Hallmark movie way to get things there, but again, I didn't care. This movie is so well-intentioned, sweet, and silly that any of its faults are easily walked over. The cast is charming, there's giggles aplenty, and the message is pro-sex work and pro-sex worker. And, oh, I think I may have found another form of movie catnip for me. The verdict is, it's charming. Effortlessly sweet and fun, How to Please a Woman is a fresh take on an old formula. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.